Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey everybody, welcome in to Weekend Kickoff. It is brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. We are at Urban Meyer's Plant House. We've got some cold cores light. Buyers Auto bringing this to you as well. That's Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, Robert BB Landers, and Bobby Carpenter. I am Austin Ward. Hey, um, are the Buckeyes back now? Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not jump to conclusions now. Well, that's what we're here to do. That's a good conclusion. We're going to jump to it. is. We're going to jump to some conclusions, and we're going to talk about Ohio State and Maryland on Saturday at noon. I mean, this is like jumping to the end of, and just for lack of a better reference, I mean, because I heard on the radio today, jumping to the end of Armageddon where they split that ash. Oh, yeah. You got to see how it happens. This isn't jumping to the end of Marley and me where, like, we know how it was going to end eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Marley and me, really? You throw that out there? Well, I mean, seriously, I'm trying to think of something else. Oh, my goodness. You knew what was going to happen. You don't need to jump and see a bad ending. You can jump to maybe the happy ending, the best type of ending that is. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) And so they looked. Like they showed some signs of life. We are off and rolling, boys. <laughs> oh, Hit the ground running. That's what we do. Um, I mean, I, we're not going to just beat around the bush. We're going to get right to it, Carl. Let's you get right to it. Get right to it. Uh-oh. So you don't think? Thank you. You haven't seen enough yet. You need to see more on Saturday at noon. I do. I think that was what you said. You're going to give CJ his Heisman right now, correct? No, 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 no. Of course not. Um, I think. I mean, we sat here and gave uh, the Buckeyes crap for the last couple of weeks about. You know, we question their toughness. We question how hard they play. We question some leadership things and like that. And I think uh, some questions are beginning to be answered by some of these guys and the team as a whole. And I think um, Rutgers was a was a great example. But they got to continue that. You know, they could come in here, a, a hungry uh, Maryland team who just got, you know, annihilated yeah. last week at home. And, um, you know, they was on a roll until the end. So I think they could go in here like a bounce-back game. But 
I got to continue to get bounce back. I, I, the coach, I you're think, scraping them off the floor out here <laughs> last Friday night. I, yeah, I think, uh, I think little, to watch. little Tua just threw another interception right now. He, he might have. I think they answered more questions than what you think. Obviously, yes, we, yes. we were sitting here last week after the Akron game, like, finally, this is what they're supposed to look like. But there was still the asterisk next to Akron as the opponent. Finally, they go against Rutgers, and we all stood up here like, hey, this might be a tough test. That Rutgers team went into the big house, only lost 20 to 13, went toe-to-toe with, with Michigan, especially in the second half. And we we're like, this might be a dogfight going into Rutgers, and these guys need to have the right mindset. Yeah. They did. They started off fast. Uh, those young guys showed up early. You see Denzel Burke. You saw Travion Henderson early. There's a couple differences that we're seeing. A lot of those young guys now are firmly getting into those starting roles and getting yeah. a lot of reps, yeah. right? There's also less rotating that we're seeing, and we saw a lot of that early on in the year. Finally, these guys are getting into the roles, having confidence, and all of us up here can speak on this. When you are switching in every other series, you go out there on eggshells thinking, I got to be perfect. I got to make plays. Otherwise, this other dude's going to go in there and show me up, right? Yeah. You know you're playing at Ohio State, those other guys. When you've got the confidence that, hey, I can go out there and just play, and I don't need to be perfect, I don't need to be walking on eggshells, I got confidence, I know they believe in me, you play a lot better, you play a lot looser. That's what those guys are doing. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? No, exactly no, what you no mean. doubt. That's yeah. why I hit you. Yeah, you know exactly sure. what I'm talking about. <laughs> but that's what you're starting to see with this football team. Now you saw them make, uh, take a big step with Rutgers. They got to take another big step with Maryland. This is a team who's going to challenge them through the air, which over the past couple years, that's where this team has, has struggled defensively is through the air. Granted, I think you're seeing guys like Denzel Burke, Ronnie Hickman, Cam Martinez. A lot of these guys step up and play really well, but this can be another great test for this defense. I think it'll definitely be a great test for the team all the way across the board. No, they haven't fully arrived yet, but like any season, you see guys and you see teams get better and better and better as you go. I think they're doing a good job right now kind of learning from some of those mistakes and mishaps not only as players but as coaches um, just from past games and I think they're doing a good job at um, capitalizing on what has happened in the past so they haven't arrived and yeah they beat the hell out of Rutgers but it's going to be one of those things where we, they got to keep getting better and better and better so that way as we get into the, the real meat and, and potatoes of the Big Ten when you playing teams that can really bust you on any given night these boys are ready to execute at the highest level, play in and play out. So here's the one thing. Like we talked uh, last week and talked up Rutgers. Like, hey, you know, they were down 23 against Michigan, went out and held them to like 25 yards rushing in the second half, scored 10 points. It was a one-possession game. And thinking, okay, like giving Michigan some credit, thinking this is a good Rutgers team. And they were, you know, I think undefeated heading into that game. And this Rutgers, Rutgers team isn't bad. They're not your normal Rutgers team. But the fact that it was only a two-touchdown favorite, they go out and just annihilate the spread. And I laid the spread in like the first three and a half that, possessions. Yeah. I mean, yeah, four minutes, it was 14 and up. I mean, it was literally almost very similar to that Iowa game where, like, you just sat down, you hadn't even taken a drink yet of your <laughs> beverage, and you're like, my goodness. And the band is right. playing. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to have to start thinking about what I'm going to watch here in about a half hour. Yeah. This looks like it's getting up. Bob, here's what happened at Rutgers last week. They had this big crowd, they were super excited about it. They couldn't all get in. They were trying to tailgate as long as possible. There was a huge was line of people. Was it worse than Ohio State's trying to get in at the opening yes. game? Yeah. Really? Because they're not, they're not used to accommodating any fans it's in the true. stadium yeah, at <laughs> SHI uh, Stadium. And it's 14 to nothing, and I'm looking over to the left, and a bunch of those people that were still waiting to get in are like, you know what? 
I'm gonna. I'm gonna beat go. some of this traffic. Let me beat some of this traffic. Back out over here. Anyway, I think I forgot something in the car. Yeah. I mean, I think that's gonna turn turn out to look to be a pretty quality win. The offense looked efficient. Offensive line was playing well. CJ looked to be accurate, more comfortable and confident in the pocket. Defensively, can't believe you didn't mention your guy Tyleek Williams. Just. Oh, you know, again. Well, I, yeah. I didn't know he was that, 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 that area. He almost committed a homicide. Yes. Hey, Tyleek Williams need to pl- needs to play so much more, and I think we are going to And they're it. working, yeah. and that's the thing. All those young guys that you're mentioning, it's like, hey, you started out getting like 30% of the reps, and it was like 45, and now it's like up, starting to flip where it's 55, 65, 70, to where they'll be getting, they'll still rotate some, but those guys yeah. will be getting the lion's share of the reps. And it made it so much easier for the linebackers. You saw how much better. Cody Simon, who got a little nicked up, played. Tommy Eichenberger, people were beaten down on, was making plays. Taraja Mitchell was doing some stuff because they were seeing a clear picture in front of them because the D-line was getting right. penetration. They were dominating the way they were supposed to. And when you do that, it makes your second level better, which makes your third level better. You got some pressure. And so watching that game, like, this looks a lot more like the 2019, like 2018 version of Ohio State that I expected to see because that game could have very easily been 84. Yeah. yeah. Your score. Not, sh- I mean, they yeah. showed a lot of mercy for Greg Chiano. Oh, it, well, it, it, I, I think the whole storyline of the season has just switched over the past couple uh, over the past couple weeks. We were the first couple weeks of the season like, hey, this team needs to arrive. This team needs to show up, right? This team needs to create an identity. Now you've got a, l- a lot of these young guys playing out. This team has showed up, but now they can't have the attitude of, hey, we've arrived. Now, now we're good, right? They can't have that attitude now. In my mind, and you guys know this you haven't arrived until you hold up a national championship yeah. trophy and you're in the locker room smoking cigars drinking Coors Lake taking shots at the throat right <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, only that's time that's when you've Usually. arrived right and that's what these guys got to realize like hey now we finally have arrived now we've got people's respect across the country now we don't have us media guys now we don't have Buckeye Nation down our throats because we're not performing now we finally are performing now we got to continue to build on that, and and until you win a national championship, that's when you can finally take the take the foot off the pedal. Yeah, you don't score until you score, no doubt. Assassin um, Master Teague. That's a great great point. I want to remind all the football fans that as you know, we love the fall, we love football season, and we all know that fall means cold weather is around the corner. Is your furnace ready? Whether it's a quick fix or you need a whole new system, Sears Heating and Cooling. They're your local Bryant dealer. They'll do whatever it takes to make sure that your system is up to the task. You can rely on Sears Heating and Cooling to provide exceptional service, and they'll make sure you and your family stay comfortable all winter long. Schedule your fall tune-up today at SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Bryant and Sears Heating and Cooling, they're doing whatever it takes. They're the presenting sponsors of Weekend Kickoff. And um, speaking of doing whatever it takes, give me some guys who stood out uh, against Rutgers. Who else needs to get it done on Saturday against Maryland? I should. Other than the, I was other than the guy who almost committed a homicide. <laughs> Y'all can't take my person. One eight seven. Well, just go first, baby. <laughs> on the undercover. I will never go first. Go, go ahead, then. You, you think I'm gonna take your guy? Go ahead. I think it's one else. <laughs> he gets the D line. He gets the D line. Go, Carl. Oh, well, I guess I gotta take the quarterback. I guess I gotta take the quarterback. He answered sure. a lot of questions that we had over the last couple of weeks about, especially him sitting out of Akron game, arrested. Is he gonna be ready? Is he gonna, you know, just uh. How ready is he going to be? And I think he answered those questions. And if he could, if he keep continuing to build on that performance and uh, the way he was showing leadership by, you know, by just leading by example, he'd be in a good position at the end of the season. Well, why do you, why, beyond the physical part with the shoulder, what do you think the benefit could have been mentally for C.J. Stroud to watch that week? Um, I don't know. Just seeing it from the sideline. Just seeing it from a position, as we all know, it's tough to watch, you know, someone out there perform at your job or, or you know, you know you should be out there when your boys is and, and you're not. Um, maybe 
changing his mindset. I got to do whatever I got to take to stay on the field and be on the field because I want to feel like this no anymore, even though it wasn't like he was benched. Right. You know, but that feeling, no matter what, is always, you know, in that competitive spirit of like, oh, man, I got to be out there and I should be out there. So hopefully it changes his mindset like that and whatever it takes, you know, I got to do to win this game or to put my team in position to win. I think there's a lot of guys that you could that you could uh, name specifically. I'm gonna go with the old Anthony Schlegel answer. Here oh, we go. Here we go. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the defense, the, oh, the entire oh, defense. Uh, he used to take all position groups, the entire he used to, team. Yeah. He used to take the whole coaches. One through eighty-five. Yeah, yeah, the coaches, yeah, one through eighty-five. Yeah. He'd take them all, the whole travel squad. I'm gonna say the defense though, and the reason why is because everyone's been pointing the finger at them. Besides C.J. Stroud, everyone's been pointing the finger at the defense the entire year. In the way they started this football game, Denzel Burke getting a pick six, those guys setting the tone early, they answered all the questions. They need to keep on building on that. I think this is, what, four defensive scores in three games or something like that, lead the nation, right? So for them to be able to have those stats, especially with how they started off this season, the way they've turned it around, they need to continue building on it. Those young guys need to continue stepping up. I mean, you could name Tyleek Williams. You could name JT. You could name so many of these guys. I mean, Cody Simon. Steel Chambers is playing phenomenal, Bob. Like, that's a guy going from, from running back to linebacker. And it doesn't matter. Bob and I will tell you, it doesn't matter if you could, they're the most gifted linebacker in the world. It doesn't matter if you take every step correctly. There's one difference that sets you apart as a linebacker, and it's if you have a nose for the football. It's the instincts, just knowing where the ball is and being there at the right time. And for some reason, Steel Chambers might not know what he's doing at all times, but the dude has a nose for a football and gets to the football. I agree. Well, we all know what mine is going to be, Tyleek. And I'm, a, I'm going to Tyleek not only just because of the fact that he should probably be in jail right now, <laughs> but for the simple fact that I know I watched him, I came into camp this summer and watched him a little bit, and Coach Johnson really raved about how quick and athletic he was at his size. You know what I mean? And watching him develop, and I think him getting his feet wet, I can honestly say he has kind of brought back something that the interior D-line has been missing, which is that guy that in the middle that demands respect, demands a double team, and at the same time, too, he's creating a new line of scrimmage, play in, play out. It's yep. times where he got reached. A lot of people won't know this. He got reached, but he's so quick and athletic that he can pop back out of it and still make a play. You know what I mean? So he is now one of those guys that later on down the road is going to be that X fact that if you don't respect him, freshman or not, he's going to tear you apart. Absolutely. I don't mind defense line again reached as long as you're three yards deep in the backfield and, like, pushing the play. That's the problem. Out, guys are getting reached he's before and it's, like, kind of hanging out. Like, all right, I'm kind of just – sitting here and that, that hangs the guys out in the behind them to dry because it's like where do we fit and so you saw the lack of aggression so I'm going to go you know Cody got hurt he was playing really well I'll go with the two guys who probably played the most um, and I'll th- I'll, I'm going to go like one step below Zach and I'll say the linebackers just because they've been beaten up and rightfully so like they had been uncertain they weren't uh, decisive with their movements and when they were like not, then they were fast they were kind of fast in the wrong direction so hey I told I was over there talking to him at practice, like, hey, be patient till you know what's going on. Don't just kind of meander up in the line and you get caught and you can't get off a block. These guys will clear it up for you. Just be trust that they're going to do it because the last thing you want to do is start jumping around and trying to make up yeah. for stuff that's not there because then you got a whole mess. D line took care of their stuff and you watch, you know, Taraja hitting hitting the gaps, Sate, uh, Steele hitting gaps, Tommy Eichenberg hitting gaps, Tommy coming up with an interception, like just those guys making plays against the Rutgers team that. They're not overly talented, but they are tough. And they are well-disciplined. They are well-coached. And so to be able to play an entire game like that and not give up you know, any monster plays and to not let them drive and put together a lot of points, like 
there was still a team that was able to drive the ball and do some stuff against Michigan. That never really happened against Ohio State. And so I was really impressed to see that. And a lot of that came from the second-level defenders. I cannot believe that a fullback returns to the offense, then gets a Tuesday media appearance, name drops Zach Boren. Did he name drop me? Name drops Zach oh, Boren. No. I didn't know that. Said there hasn't been a fullback in this offense since, I believe, Zach Boren. Mm. Listen, Mitch Rossi knows his history. Gets <laughs> oh, into the yay. end zone. I mean, Mitch Rossi, nope. I apologize. Oh my goodness. Well, I'll I take apologize. I'll take him. <laughs> how about that. how about the return of the I formation, Zach? Well, it was phenomenal. Play action. It was great. I, hey, listen, Mitch, I was cheering when I saw it. I was standing up. I gave you a standing ovation. I we had people over at the house. Trust me, I I was like, oh my God, here we go again, right? So, Mitch Rossi, congratulations. I should have taken him, but kind of went to, listen, Mitch Rossi, you haven't done anything bad all year. You've been phenomenal on special teams. Whenever you get in, you've done a phenomenal job. I go after the guys who haven't been performing, who are now performing. Mitch, you've been performing all year, brother. <laughs> well, Us fullbacks <laughs> always perform, dude. One of the things that was great. On the field, off the field, we're always performing. <laughs> well, it was great to see the fact, like, Ryan gets under center a little bit, and I think that that's an added dimension to the offense where you don't have to do it, you know, 50 times a game. But the fact they have it in the arsenal and they can jump under center for 10 plays a game for some short yardage stuff, it opens up the sneak. You can run some traditional runs. Play action's a lot tougher because the linebackers to the defense, they don't really see it all that much anymore. I bet 90% of the people watching the game like, what is this? They don't have a trick play. So that's <laughs> no. what the coach, that's what the, now the defensive coaches when they're playing Ohio State, like, all right, they're going to get under center. Guys, here's our run. And like, they have to walk through all that stuff yeah. because, you know, like Iowa does it, Wisconsin, Michigan, there's a handful of teams. But if that's something that's just part of your offense as opposed to what you're doing all week, you still have to dedicate, you know, a period here and there during the day. And that's time in the 20-hour rule then that you cannot spend doing something else. Yeah, 20-hour rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did the fullbacks do for homecoming weekend, Zach? Are there any, any great memories? What, what does homecoming mean to the actual Buckeyes uh, on the team? Is it any different? No clue. No. No. All right. no clue. What that means? No. <laughs> They've got the, alum- I know the, the see, band comes. The, the alumni the, band is out cool. there. They do the full but, script Ohio. Yeah, but, but the players don't see, don't see that. It, we're, so. in the, we're in the locker room. I believe me. I told it. People got mad at me. They, when they they're talking about the greatest tradition ever. I'm like, I didn't see one script Ohio when I played <laughs> Ohio State. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Exactly. Well, I think one. the cool thing they play Hang On Sloopy twice. Yeah. You know, the band, so the, the, student, the current students, and then the. You want to know? Yeah, homecoming. Don't you no, get invited back as you a captain? You want to know something? Uh, you, not, well, not anymore because they haven't done the dinner the last two years okay. be, because of COVID protocol. So, yes. yeah, so we haven't done that. R- really, homecoming, uh, the thing I remember was always kind of a noon game. They always kind of made yeah. it against a lesser opponent oh, yeah. early on in the guaranteed year. Guaranteed win. Yeah, guaranteed <laughs> win. I don't know. The partying was just as good after the games. I'll tell you that much. Every, every well, week is good then. All right. Every week is good after a game, All right. especially well, a win. Perfect. Love to hear that. We're going to take uh, – it's halftime. Uh, of weekend kickoff. We're going to let these guys take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk a lot more about Ohio State and Maryland. Precision engineering. Rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit Bryant.com. And now with some early bowl predictions, Bobby Carpenter. Well, Austin, what I'm seeing here is 12 lucky Roosters guests are getting the opportunity to travel to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. 
Each trip comes complete with two tickets, airfare, and hotel. One prize winner will be chosen each week. Guessing to register weekly at roosterswings.com. Uh, that's great, Bobby. What I was asking was your prediction for the Buckeyes this bowl season. I have no idea. I'm going to Roosters right now to register. All right, it's the second half. Welcome back. It's uh, weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. We're rolling right along. Ohio State, Maryland, noon on Saturday. It's homecoming. Just the same for all these four guys, apparently. But uh, we got because we don't get to do any of the stuff. Like wait, this. So wait, oh, so oh. the band is sort of homecoming is this week? Yeah, this yeah. week. Hmm? Well, oh. the, 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 so band, the, band? the band is still involved, but if you're like a captain, you get to go back. No, to is the is the both bands? Is, I mean, uh, alumni uh, uh, band uh. back this week? I think maybe. I thought I don't that was know. like two weeks ago. Maybe it was. I don't there know. Was, there was yeah. a huge. I think there was a quad Ohio. There was. That, so. Yeah, that was against Tulsa, I think. Okay. That was right. alumni the Buckeyes band got a game on Saturday. Accurate. Let's just say that. That's all we know. That's a great point, BB. There is Buckeyes a game got a game on Saturday. That's, That's all that matters. We also, you know, have a buyer's auto question for Cardale. Oh, boy. Hello. 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 And it's back. And I already kind of spoiled it by asking about CJ with that week off. But you, okay. know, you have talked about this a number of times, that toughness is mandatory. Yeah. That's the expectation for this position. Did you think that last week he stood in there on the throw to Rucker, got hit in the back, popped up, he ran a little bit more? I know how much you despise, like, it's not optional, but did you think that there were some signs of that toughness that you liked last week? I think it's, I think the point is mandatory in this sport, not just his position. Sure. Um, mandatory yeah. in life. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now we're getting there. Zach Bourne. Now we're. I'm quoting you tonight on Twitter <laughs> right after this. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think so. I think so, but it's always to be tough. I mean, it's easy to be tough and uh, when, when things going your way, right? Yep. You know, I want to see what the kid really do when to deal with some adversity. Um, really, the overall the team, because the last time they dealt with something, I think they folded a little bit. Um, but I, I think he answered a lot of questions that I had personally sure. about uh, him, his preparation, and getting ready for games and being a leader. And I think if he builds on that, I think he's going to be in a really, really good position at the end of the season to lead this team to the playoffs, a big bowl game, whatever it may be. Let me let me follow up on that. Because when you got here, I know Tress used to do this. And, you know, every coach, Ryan, comes from the NFL, and everybody does it differently. And I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way. Just, I was, like, always when I saw quarterback competitions, whether it was Justin and Troy, and when I saw some stuff, you know, other guys with Tress, like, in the spring when guys are battling, like, we're not going live every day, but, hey, we're going to give you some red jerseys. Every, like, oh, you guys want live right. every day? No, <laughs> oh. no, no. no, they, no. They I, I, no I, and that's my point. It's like, you know, guys look a little gun-shy gun sometimes in the pocket because it's the first time you've ever been actually hit yeah. throwing the football. And so I'm not saying, like, hey, we need to do, like, half a practice it every day, but, hey, maybe two practices, a couple competitive periods where, you know what, uh, Live, live, like, you guys are all battling now. Yeah, yeah, ain't no, like, you know, like the shot he took on a touchdown pass, clear blind shot. No, you, you can't do that. Push him or, you know, stay well, Like, guys him. need yeah. to but, learn. you know, the real, you know, the real life, I mean, granted, when I was there, if we would have did that more often as good on good, you know, just like when we was there. Well, Johnny couldn't, Johnny couldn't no. practice with us, good on good, no. because he had ruined practice. I mean, we, we happen to have a guy yeah. like that as well, Joey Bolster. Yeah. But I was live my whole year in college, so that would have been a nice luxury to be coached by Coach Trestle in that aspect. But, uh, yeah, you, you got to be tough, man. You got to be tough. I just feel like, you know, maybe in the spring, 
You got three guys battling. Like, you know what? Let's you got to go. Yeah. Go a little like, let's see who actually can throw the ball. I'm when the real dudes question. aren't just hitting drive-bys on you, like, <laughs> <laughs> they might be I actually. Agree. You know Because that's, you know, then you get in the game, and that dude isn't drifting. He's not flaring off. He's coming right down the barrel, no, I, and you got to step into it. I totally agree with you, because if I was a quarterback coach or, or hey, coach, hey, coach, make that decision. In the spring, we battle. Yeah, my guys are live. Not just, you know, the big scrimmage day. My guys are live. Yeah, and it's easy to look at, you know, 300 yards and five touchdowns and think, well, he threw the football better. But I, probably for you three. Ran. You know, and also ran the football. Ran the ball. Yeah. That, I like that. Yeah. The rest of the team, the linebackers, the defensive linemen, they, the fullback, they want to see the quarterback, what happens when he gets hit. And that probably resonates more, especially that one to Rucker getting hit in the back. And, yeah. and listen, Tom Brady's 4,000 years old. <laughs> and when it's a third and six on Monday night and he's playing in his or Sunday night and he's playing back in Foxborough and he needs to get six yards, it may have taken him three seconds to run six yards, but, he but he's pulling down he's, and he's taking there. a shot and it juices up your team because yes. you know your guy like, hey, he could throw it away and we'll go play another day or maybe try to force one in. But hey, the, the lane is there. It's a tight one, but I'm going to go get it for my guys because they're, they're putting their body out there. And we're not asking you to do it every play, but just every once in a while, man, when you spot... Dude, when you ran against Alabama, it juiced, it juiced me up. You got everybody going. Yeah, get you something. You know? Get you something. I'm not saying, hey. yelling in the get stands, dog. <laughs> <laughs> when that, but, when that, that 12-wheeler oh, got rolling, oh, boys, man, get, on, get off the track. Bad. Stop. It was all bad. <laughs> I, I, another yeah. thing from C.J. Stroud, though, that you saw this past weekend, it could be one of two things. He either is healthy, but, you know, from an from supposedly an AC joint bruise, whatever it might be. Who told I, you that, uh, Zach? Who knows? Cardell, <laughs> but it, you know, a week and a half isn't really going to that. That's a lingering is, uh, uh, injury. Yeah. You know, that's something that I know from our standpoint. When you get that in a year, you're wearing that pad up yeah. until spring ball because it, it hurts all year, right? So I don't know if it's so much that or the other part is finally it looked like he was playing with some confidence, and I don't know if it was healthier or whatnot. But it's almost like he, instead of being on eggshells, because the first couple weeks of the season, everyone was saying, hey, the backups, we want to see them. The five-star guys behind him, you know, he's not performing up to par. Well, they finally saw what a five-star kid can do against Akron, and finally everyone's like, uh, and I'm not saying Common Court is bad by any means, yeah. but they just, he's not, they're not ready, right? right? And so I think finally CJ goes out to like, hey, now Buckeye Nation knows they better support me because the guys behind me just aren't ready to play, and it showed. He went out there and played with confidence. He's like, hey, I'm not walking on eggshells anymore. I can be myself. I can play. I can make my decisions, and, and I'm not going to uh, second-guess everything. Do you think yeah. maybe he bought into just what the, the core value of OSU football is, is Coach Mitt, toughness. Everything we do is about toughness. When he makes his speech, you got to pack the run game, stop the run, got to pack toughness. Thursdays, it's mental. It's Team Up North Day. You know Team Up North Day is going to suck. You know you're going to start over. You're going to do it, I don't know, Lord knows how many reps, pissed off, hurting, abs knotting up, chest is on fire. Maybe he just decided to shut his young brain off and buy into what is a part of the core of Ohio State, which is toughness. Well, yeah, yeah, that, well yeah that's that's a fair uh, that's a fair point. But oh, I mean, oh, oh. you know, you just like all the other guys on the team, we, we have seen significant you know growth by each player that we expect a lot of uh, you know each and every week. And I think, um, like I said before, I I think CJ in a unique situation for one. Let, let me kind of backtrack a little bit. Yeah. He's in a situation where if he don't perform really really well this year, 
he might be in trouble next year. Right. Even this if he simple. does perform really, really well this year, like yeah. I, I think I think he again. need to I think he need to put himself in a position where yeah. we, we, he's not in that Trevor Lawrence, Bryant Kelly. Uh, what was yeah? Was it uh, Brian Kelly, Kelly Bryant? Kelly, Kelly Bryant situation yeah. where the kid was you know just led the team to the national championship, but I mean Clemson defense was, was unreal that coming. year. Yep. Yeah, but you know he wasn't what they saw in Trevor Lawrence, even though this guy literally just led this team to the national championship. You know, so he was on a short leash. I think CJ needs to continue getting better so he can you know not saying look forward, uh, look past the season, but he need to. He need to widen that leash as much yes. as possible yeah. for next year, yeah. you know, quarterback right. battle. And I think that, that that's been the part that's been interesting, I guess, to cover the last five, six weeks is that C.J. Stroud is not like, like Kelly Bryant did take them far, but he was not some no. world-changing recruit. Like C.J. Stroud is also a five-star yeah. quarterback. He also yeah. won the Elite 11. He's not just some scrub that was thrown no, in. No, like, of course not. Well, we well I think, but we know. But I'm not. And I'm not but, arguing your point. I'm just yeah. saying, like the way he was treated was like, well, let's just obviously move on. Right. But well, granted, I, I don't. I don't. I think I don't care what point, type of recruit you are. None yeah. of that stuff. Come, you still got to prove it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't well, care about. Well, I, th- number I one, think so the, your point is he needs to learn at a young age. Right now, he is still a freshman. He needs to learn that killer instinct, and he yeah. needs to learn like, yeah, hey, I agree. it doesn't matter how I'm performing this year. Every single game is killer instinct. I'm going out there to to perform, right? And then in the spring, it's like no holds bars, man. It's hey, <laughs> I'm here to stake my claim. I, on those Thursdays that that you talked about, even though the quarterbacks are like matched up with the specialists or something, you know, like <laughs> except Car- except Cardell, Cardell was with the, the linebacker, the, the freaking linebackers. I used, do, dude, I used to do circle drill versus linebackers. I, I know, like yeah, but I, I think C.J. Stroud just needs to, to your point, just needs to keep on building on that killer instinct and say, hey. No matter the way I perform, no matter what I do, I can always get better and keep on improving. Yeah, because he's not going to have that luxury of keep saying I'm a young player, which he is, because next year, I mean, it's potentially be a second year starting and things like that. But, um, you know, he's not going to have that luxury of, oh, he our guy no matter what. I right. don't think so, depending on his performance of this year. Well, and that's, that's almost by design when you look at what Ryan Day is doing and signing – Nothing but five-star quarterbacks with no break. Oh. You know, Quinn Ewers arrives. Kyle McCord has now already played. I don't think that Jack Miller um, is going to be part stick, of that. He's that, not going to stick that, around. That, that, you know, yeah. but but again, he's also a four-star quarterback, and and Ohio State's going to stay involved with these guys moving forward. So that's that competition that you guys are talking about. That is the buyer's auto. It's a question for Cardale. Shift into the closing segment, the fourth quarter. Silver bullets, Coors Light, and Vizzy. They want some silver bullet predictions and. I need some keys to this one as well. Ohio you know State spread. I believe right now it is 19. 20, 21. Oh, it went yeah. down. It went down. Oh, it went down from 21? Yes. Okay. Let me Let fact me, check that. That's Well, that's part of the show as well, is you fact check. I, I do fact check. Normally, I, I know. <laughs> when I looked at it yesterday, it was 21. I thought it came down to well, 20 and some, a half last night. I don't know if it came back more, I but actually, it was at 20 and a half last night. Well, I already got my score. And right now, it's at 21. 21. Okay. okay. 21. Perfect. And that's why still, uh, Spencer Holbrook, the man behind the camera tonight, Always says to shop around. Shop around. <laughs> Get your best price. I, I would like to bet on his book. <laughs> I would say hey, 19. If you're going to give out, I'd take 19. 19 21. Yeah. Okay. 21. Well, let's yeah. work off of what is it, 20 and 21. 21. All right. Cardell's got his score no matter what. Yeah, I got my score no matter what. I was going to cover 19 or 21. I got 42 20. I do think Maryland comes out there to keys to win and stopping them. 
throwing the ball through the air because they do a really good job of those RPOs and just dropping back and let, you know, a little two uh, launch it. But Maryland is down a receiver as well this year. Lost I mean, the best receiver. Yeah, oh. so he's down. Coach, his um, knee bent ways it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have went that way. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't like, natural. Me goes, that way? Like, that's what happened. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, but but hopefully that kid have a speedy recovery, um, not just this week. Oh, he's done for the season. So. He's done. So see, yeah, you, next, goes, see you next year. When it goes anyway, that way. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. you barbecue. Um, see you next year. But I got 42-20 Buckeyes, but I do think Merz will come out early, challenge them through the air. I like it. I am going 56-17. Oh. I think Maryland's defense just is not their, is not their strong suit. Uh, it, you, saw what, you saw what an Iowa offense did against Maryland last weekend, and Ohio State is so much more gifted than that Iowa offense. Oh, yeah. I, you know, obviously they have a decent passing attack. Maryland does. They, they have a decent quarterback. There's going to be some points on the board, but that's where I'm going. So slacking. Slacking. Slacking, okay. By the way, do we fact check our, our last week's scores? Because I'm pretty sure I was pretty close last, last week. I actually I don't remember. got the score exactly correct on our bold predictions video Did last you? week. Yeah, bold predictions are here. I'm not here. I don't remember what I said here. No, no, no. I can remember. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. It only matter here. Right. It only matter. This is two different scores. With the bright only here. Well, I, I have to do it so many times during the week. I, you know, I never know what it's I'm going to hear. But that's the only one that sticks in my brain because when you get it right, you get it right. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm gonna go 42-14. The way that the offense has been playing. They are really catching the groove and putting big numbers up all the way across the board in the pass game, the run game, the O-line is performing. The quarterback performance is real high. The running back performance is outstanding. And then the way that the defense is coming along, I feel like this will be the week that the secondary really steps up because, like you said, they're going to try to get get them in the air early. Mm -hmm. And the way that the front seven has been playing, if they can click on all three cylinders on the defensive side, which I feel like this is going to be that week, I'm going to say that they spot them 14 points maybe on a big play or a blown coverage. BB, how much uh, competitive rivalry is there when the defensive tackles are setting the tone with the sacks and pass rush over the defensive ends? I know the rushmen are one unit, but it also breaks down inside and outside. I'll say this. We, all the way across the board, have always competed. I cannot speak on personally right now just because – Yes, my you la- can. No, I'm not. Cause think about it. My, my senior year. You've got year, the pulse of the room. My senior year, we interior guys always competed to see who can get the most tackles for loss because you always always had either uh, uh, Chase Young or a Bosa brother. It's like, okay, I'm going to get double team. Well, that competition at a, was at a, a little bit different. Right. Yeah. At a one tech, I'm going to always get double team. We I'm not, for about, to, I'm not yeah. about to be the three tech that's <laughs> yeah. getting a one-on-one block to the quarterback. It's just not going to happen. Right. So it's not realistic. But I say the Tommy Togiai uh, Haskell Garrett year is when it really that really started. Yeah. In the years past, we've always had that dominant defensive end to where all right, if interior guys hold it down on the run, on, you know, on the run game, and you know, as a nose guard, I'm probably take on the double team on the pass game, and I just kind of have to work and communicate with my DN. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Tommy Togia and Haskell's year, they had to hold it down all the way across the board. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what it was for them. So, and that's why I feel like. This team right now is starting to look like last year, especially with Tyleek really stepping up. Now we got a nose guard. It's kind of like he, he, he's got that skill set. Yeah. I'm going to go with 56-17. Damn. Um, yeah, man. Slacker. I like that. I, yeah, Maryland, Maryland's, defense, Maryland's defense, there's nothing to write home about there. Is that the exact same score I just gave? No, you said you 14. Said 14. Yeah. I changed it. I, was oh, go- I wanted I said, to get three. I said 17, I thought. You said 17? He said 14. You said 16. 
Yeah. Where you, how you get 16? I don't know. I, I was wondering. Either way, it's I a, say 16. Either way, it's play the tape. We'll play. We'll play back roll the tape. We'll play back the tape. I, I thought you said 14. I, that's why I changed it to 17. I didn't no. want to go that high. I had 17. But that sounds about. I mean, it sounds about right when you look at what they did last week. I think Maryland is just a different version of Rutgers. Uh, defensively, they're not that great. I don't think they're as tough or as disciplined, but I think they're better skilled. They'll make some more plays. They may have some more chunks here and there just because they have better players on the outside. I don't think they can sustain a drive against Ohio State, at least not more than one. Um, they may give up a big play here or there, and I don't think they'll, they're not going to be able to slow down Ohio State's run game at all. And I think once that's going, like, it's pick your poison at that point when you're the quarterback. When you can you know, hand it to Travion Henderson, he's ripping off 10 yards. They either just sit there and like, all right, we'll give up seven rushes for a touchdown, or we can try to stop that a little bit and see if maybe we can get some pressure on CJ. But he's played so well last week, there's nothing that led me to believe in that game that he would regress yeah. to what we saw you know, earlier in the season. Guys get better. They usually don't get worse with more experience. So I like it at that point. As long as they eliminate the big play, which, frankly, the defensive backs have done a pretty good job. Yeah, you know, Cam have. Brown's playing really well. He's one of the older guys that's really holding it down. But... You look across the board, the rest of the young dudes out there that have been getting in, they've been making plays and doing a pretty darn good job. So remember that uh, mercy that I talked about that Greg Schiano got? Yeah. Maryland no, won't. No mercy for Mike. Mike Loxley will not get that. <laughs> not at Why all. Why is that, you think? Well, you know, BB mentioned somebody that played on his defensive line a couple years ago who wound up getting suspended. And nobody really knows what that tip-off might have come from. But there are, I don't know, suggestions that it may have come from the state what? of Maryland. I know where you're going with it that. now. Mm. You didn't know did that? It? I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. There are. Oh, yeah. There's a little are you bit serious? of bad yeah, blood. Yeah, it came from home cooking. A mm. little yeah. bit of bad How blood. ironic. With this yeah, Maryland program coming from Ohio State. Oh, yeah, I knew that. I didn't know where he was going with it, but yeah. yeah. I did, well, as soon as they he started talking, I knew I where he was going with it. I didn't I know that, though. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Ryan Day's calling the dogs off right before halftime the way he did for Greg Schiano, who he respects and worked with. That's not going to be the case on Saturday. 66 shellacking to 10. Oh, shellacking. So this is like a hang a, hun- hang a hundo game is what you're telling me. <laughs> the, you know, the backups will play, but it, this will be the one. I this won't be surprised if they have that half 100 by halftime. This, this is going to be a Ryan Day special. You've got the bye week looming. You want to have that confidence as you go into it. It's yeah. homecoming. First Big Ten game I ever played in, Maryland. Well, everybody gets after play, a shellacking. Right? Yeah, everybody gets in. Everybody gets the helmet. Hold on, get ready. What? Ah, where's my helmet? Where is it? Oh, it's on my head. So I've got that secondary that's playing a lot better. Even Seven Banks, he started. Those practice habits are back. Yeah. I talked to his practice habits are back. I, you know, I love that. it's funny. I, I mean, I talked to him after practice on Wednesday. I said he looked good in practice on what, Tuesday. I said, you know, there's been we've said some things about you. Some of your family maybe not real thrilled with what we've said. Like, let's clear the air. Like, what's what's going on? It's here? you. I, I mean, sit down. I, hey, have, a, have a seat. Hey, yeah. this dude on dude accountability. If you say something and you got a problem, I'm going to be right there. Zach knows it. Cardell knows it. I Baby know knows it. it. I'm not going to hide from it. And I said it. And I said, well, let's let's hash it out. The ankle he ain't never had an issue though. I, 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 I probably because you, you guys are all good really it, good. Um, that's and Seven Banks can be that as well. And he said, look, he was trying to push back through the ankle. Was not practicing, not not feeling. He admitted, like, all right, he's not practicing as well as he expected to be. Not playing like a first-round draft pick. I think that's coming. And if you add that back into this Ohio State secondary with a, get Cam Brown healthy, 
You, you know what you're getting from Denzel Burke now, which is kind of crazy to hey, think let, about. Ronnie he, he needs some. He needs yeah. some. Both of those guys need some respect nationally. Put some respect they, on their name. They, they do because Denzel Burke isn't getting anything like uh, single uh, Singleton did or uh, Stingley. Stingley did at ago. LSU two years ago, and Denzel Burke is having a hell of a better freshman season than Stingley did. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, the Thorpe winner from two years ago. Yeah. No, it wasn't the Thorpe. We he did win as a true freshman. freshman. No, whoa, easy. Now. Listen. <laughs> He's, right Denzel, now, Denzel is balling, though. Hey, I love it. Right he, now, he, he right now. I see you. Mark it. I think so. But hey, still, you yeah. can tell the game time is getting close. The the juice is flowing up here. It's been another great weekend kickoff. We appreciate uh, Urban Meyer's Pint House, Bryant Heating, Cooling Systems, uh, Byers Auto, and Coors Light for having us out and bringing in Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, BB Landers, and Bobby Carpenter. Big one on Saturday. Can't wait. You can find full coverage of Ohio State and Maryland at LettermanRow.com. We will see you there, and we'll be right back here next, not next week for the buy-in, oh. two weeks. No, two weeks. We take Blue Jackets game them. next Thursday. That's, oh. no, <laughs> no, you might find Zach Bourne and I there. Uh, and then we'll be back here in two weeks as we get ready for another Big Ten game. Then we will see you there. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.